You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. Thursday, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick, and I'm joined by Stephanie. This is episode 484, and we are going to be bringing you the latest news and rumors. But before we begin, I encourage you to check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com. Go ahead and check out their blogs or reach out to one of our lovely agents for your free no-obligation quotes. Simply go to yourstorytravel.com. And what's really cool about our website now, Stephanie, we've hired on someone t- uh, to... Add more, uh, I guess, um, for make it more vibrant. And so okay. there are already some changes that have already happened on the website itself. Some things are being reconstructed and reorganized. Okay. I cannot wait to see the final product. We're also hiring, and always hiring. We're always hiring. Yes. And we started a new hiring process, and it was crazy the response. Right. Over, you were just talking to me about the response. Right. We're at what? What I say, like 470-something applications submitted mm-hmm. already. We it down a little bit. Yeah. I spent five hours yesterday straight on the phone talking to people with no break. I mean, it was crazy. I, when I was finished, went back to the house and realized... I'm surprised you're not hoarse today. You know, like right. lo- lost your voice a little bit for talking so much. We're teachers, you know. So that's true. We had it, and we had a snow day yesterday, so that was just your portion of talking. Right, right. So anyway, crazy. So we're always hiring, and uh, let me tell you. So you can turn your your passion for travel into your business opportunity with your story travel company as an independent travel agent. We have over fifty years combined experience. And we have an award-winning team of amazing agents. So this is how it would benefit you if you were to join our team, Stephanie, and listeners. Benefits of your story travel. Being an independent agent with us, you can get that work-life balance that you want. You can set your own schedule and work from home, work from anywhere. You can make extra cash, all while making time for the things that matter most to you. You can also earn 70 up to 100%. Yes, you heard me correct. That is true. Up to 100% commission, selling cruise packages, resort vacations, and a lot more. And also, you can score travel perks such as ship tours, free, significantly reduced cruises, and much more. Also, you can rack in those tax benefits of being an independent travel agent as well. But we're not going to leave you hanging hung, and uh, we're not going to leave you hanging dry is what I'm trying to say. You'll receive initial training, full back office support, and uh, travel agent credentials. With our training, you'll become an expert at selling exciting vacations. So really, just no real travel industry experience is actually required because we're going to train you to do that. We strive to give you the tools to succeed so you can gain more flexibility and earn supplemental income with ease. If you're interested in this, go ahead and email us over at careers at yourstorytravel.com. Again, that is careers at yourstorytravel.com for more information. Or you can simply email me directly, nick at yourstorytravel.com as well. Yeah, there's lots of training that goes into all of this. Um, and then the, you can kind of find your niche too, which I've found is really yes. cool. Some people are more specialists in cruises and some people are Disney and some people are universal. So you find what types of vacations you want to sell. You become an expert in that, complete all of the training. If you want to become an expert of, in a lot of things, you by all means go for it. Um, but 
something else really cool about just being a part of this team is just the way that we communicate with each other. So if you have a question, you're not limited to just your knowledge. You then immediately ask your team and everybody's on answering and shooting back their responses. And here's my opinion about this place or have your client go here and try this. And it's just, it's really great. Yeah, so we don't use Facebook uh, for a collaborative website or any site like that for you know to collaborate. It's a it's a specialized um, business um, program that like Facebook, but it's it's, it's like a it's, business it's Facebook geared, almost. Right, it's like right. a business Facebook, but uh, we use that tool uh, to collaborate with one another, and it is really neat. Like you said, when somebody has a question or they they're perplexed with a, a scenario or situation that has has come about, everybody's on there to help everybody out. Right. That's what's really cool to see. Tim and I really wanted that from our agents from the very beginning, and we're starting. We see that it's an. I wouldn't even say it's coming together. It is together. It it's really, really is neat to see everybody jump on and help one another out. Yeah, I love it. All right, so I think I overheard a video that you were playing earlier about first quarter earnings. Yes. So what do you got over there? Well, I just have kind of the the cliff notes of first quarter earnings. I know that you do a lot of this. Um, so a few things to point out, um, and you might get a little more in-depth, is that revenue was expected to be $20.81 billion, and it came in at 20.86. So they were up. Wow. Adjusted earnings per share was expected to be $1.46, and it was $1.53, so also up. And Disney Plus first quarter subscribers was expected to be $20.8 million, and it was actually $26.5 million. So that's almost $6 million more than they sure. expected. So that's really up. Um, and... With all of this, one little note that they kind of put in there that was lower was that they had a lower sales of merchandise related to Mickey and Minnie characters. So they just kind of put that in there like, what? Mickey and Minnie are the ones who like started this all and now seems like they're almost fading off. But the article went a little bit more in depth about, well, Toy Story, Star Wars, and Frozen are all huge right now. And so people are buying more merchandise for those things. It doesn't mean Mickey and Minnie are gone. It just means they're getting a little bit of the back burner while all of this other stuff (laughs) kind of gets bought. Yeah, revenues. Did you say it was up 36? Revenue? Or it's revenue in general was up. This is what's crazy. Revenue in general, just in general, up 36 compared to last year at this time. 36%. Wow. No, I was comparing the expected to what it actually is. Yeah, so it's a, up from last year. But it's just, it's crazy. Wow. Right. Even though like they saw a decline in parks and resorts last summer, but this is showing that. They weren't hurting the way they thought they right. were. Right. Exactly. So parks and experiences, there was actually an 8% growth or no, a 9% growth. That's incredible. I know. Um, Let's see here. You already mentioned like media, uh, studio entertainment. No, I didn't mention that. You mentioned the media with Disney Plus, right? Oh, oh, sorry. Yes. Disney Plus. You're fine. No worries. Like movies, so like media entertainment and stuff like that. 207% increase. Woo. That's all those big shows. So anyway, of course, we don't have anything on 21st Century Fox because they just, just bought them, just acquired them. and But anyway, long story short, operating income increase, or no, not operating income, revenue. So just general revenue up, 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 up. 
And even though we saw a downtick in parks and resorts, it's not showing on this by any means. Right. Even though we personally thought they were, and, and right. everybody was saying that, oh, it's not as busy over the summer. It's not showing. Now, we did see it on last quarter. So this is the first quarter, but like one of the, uh, the last quarter or was the third quarter going into, I can't remember, Steph, maybe it would have been the third quarter uh, of the year earnings. I did show a downtick in parks and resorts, uh, but it's bounced back. I wonder what next quarter is going to look like, especially for parks and resorts, considering everything going on in Hong Kong and Shanghai. I wonder what that's going to look like. I don't know. How badly that's going to impact right. their numbers. Good point. That's a very, very good point. Because everything's still shut down. Did you see... Well, I don't know if I want to go into this. and This isn't exciting. Um, we'll say it anyways. All right. Did, did you see... So Patrick Spikes... That's the individual that was stealing a whole bunch of items and reselling them on okay. line. Like we're talking about Haunted Mansion. I believe there were some items from Carousel of Progress, if I'm not mistaken. So Patrick Spikes, we all talked we talked about him months ago. Mm-hmm. Former cast member, Walt Disney World, that is, not Disneyland. So Walt Disney World. He was accused and arrested last year for stealing several pieces of costume signs and other items belonging to Disney parks and resorts, right? He faced charges of burglary, grand theft, and dealing in stolen property involving Disney costumes. He messed the wrong people. Right. Of at least $10,000. Burglary in the Magic Kingdom between July 2018 and January 2019. He was also charged with burglary over at Epcot. So last week, according to the Orlando Sentinel, Spikes had his day in court. And he repl- he uh, pleaded no contest to the charges that and that took place, and basically took a plea deal to avoid jail time overall. So this is what he received: ten years probation, mm-hmm. okay, two hundred fifty community service hours, twenty five thousand three hundred eight dollars in restitution, plus court fees. So he's been paying that off for a long time. Yeah, he, I mean. Good. I'm right. glad. Right. So I wonder money he did make, if that was put in, like if that's what makes up that $25,000. How, how are they even able to track, they, they'd though? $308. $25,308? Anyway, how they come up with the 308 It's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder, though, like how they could even track how much he sold that stuff for. Do they just say, I would sus- I would guess this is what it, it could line, sell for? Some stuff was, was online. online. Then you can track it that way. But the stuff that was word of mouth, I don't know. Not really a smart criminal there. No, not smart at all. You definitely don't want to put your stuff online. Uh, right. Oh, boy. What do you got? Anyways, I've got um, taking you over to Disneyland, where the thief was not. We've got... Uh, New Fast Pass and Max Passes coming to two more of the popular um, rides or attractions, I should say. Do you know which ones they are? Sweet. We've uh, hold on. Let me think. Think about which ones don't have Right. It had to access. be over there Star Wars Galaxy Edge probably, right? Nope. No? Nope. Really? Are we talking Disneyland or California Adventure? Um, California Adventure is where one of them is. Okay. The other ones in Disneyland. Yes. Dude, I don't know. What do you got? 
We've got in California Adventure, we have Monsters Incorporated, Mike, Monsters oh, Incorporated, okay. Mike and Sully to the rescue. Got it. So that one is now going to be Fast Pass that's and a, Max Pass. That's a Fast Pass? Yeah. Okay. All right. And Autopia? Yeah. Driving around in the cars? That's what that one is? I, so I, have any, a, I don't even know what that one is. Too. Okay. That's going to be a Fast Pass as well. It's like our Speedway over at okay. Walt Disney World. Oh, okay. Same difference. Okay. Yeah. Well, now you can fast pass those also. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you check out the new 70s inspired wear, uh, wear, wear uh, merchandise? I haven't. You haven't seen it? I thought it was kind of neat. It's got some really um, weird colors, combinations, you know, with the oranges I mean, and the, the reds 70s. and the blacks. I, I know, right? Does it have the paisleys? No. Well, you're going to see here in a second. New merchandise collection is inspired by the 70s. It's now available at Disney World uh, and also the Disneyland Resort. You can shop online at shopdisney.com. Here, here you go. Let's let's talk about this. So, of course, you have your spirit jerseys. That's what they look like. Now, okay. I don't have these printed in color, but you can envision the yellow, the browns, the reds, right? Right. Black. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's exactly what Kind of looks is. like a gym and you can shirt. Tell. Yes, you definitely You'd wear can. You wear the tell. locker room. With some little tiny shorts. Here we have a tank top. Oh, yeah. Gotta love the tanks from the 70s, right? Same uh-huh. color scheme going on here. Says All of this reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite. For sure. Well, that was that Doesn't the 80s. Doesn't it? That was but, the 80s. No, I get it. No, I get it. Like, this is the 70s, but it really looks 80s like. Now, I do like this print. I do not like the tank top. It's the sun. It's uh, what are they call this. Now, I don't have a description on this, but it's just a tank top. But we have a rainbow behind the castle, not the sun. Very okay. My bad. The print's pretty cool. Yeah. We also have a hoodie, Walt Disney World 1971. Now this one I I can dig. It's kind of retro, but it's modern. Yeah, I agree. Even the second one on there too. Yeah, that is very Land simple. Resort. Yeah. Kind of has that old 3D look effect going on there. And of course we have some pants as well, some jogging pants. That are also oh, the joggers are in right now. Tapered at the bottom. You yes, see. that's so those. they're not bell bottoms. No, it is officially a jogger. So it's a modern, you know, pant. Mm-hmm. What is that? What do you say? A pant or pants? I don't know. Here's a hat. The hat seems kind of janky. It's, you can tell it's oh. like a '70s style cap. It's poofy. I like it. It's a poofy. Is that a? I wish that was a fanny pack and not a bag. See the oh, top? Oh, like it, yeah. at first, I thought it was a fanny pack, but it's not. It's, yeah, they need to have one. So they do have Crocs. I've never been a Croc kind of person. Oh, and they're like platformed Crocs. Doesn't that look platformed? It kind of does. Or I wonder if it's the striping that makes it look platformed. That's I don't throwing know. it off for me. I don't know. Really, I like the band. The Magic Band's cool. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-one Magic Band here. The Croc. Are you a Croc person? I've never been a Croc. No, I I do not own Crocs or like Crocs. However, for children, man, is it easy to get them in Crocs. Are they? Just slide it on and go out the door. Here is uh, the other side of the Magic Band as well. So Envision, remember the old Astros baseball uniforms? Maybe our listeners do as well. Back from late 80s up to the early 90s, where it had the orange, the browns, the yellows, and the black. Yeah. Yeah, These are the colors we're talking about here. Honestly, I love those old Strohs uniforms. I do think I, I I see some 80s though when I look at those pictures, and 80s are really in right now as well. Like if you go to Target, 
besides having stuff like off the shoulder, it doesn't have any of that, but it just, it's not the bright, it's the, it's the coloring of the 70s, but some of it does look sort of 80s to me. I could see sort that. Sort of Nap- Napoleon Dynamite-ish. What do you got for us? Okay, sorry, I'm looking up. No, I'm trying okay. to look up Napoleon Dynamite he, to see if he's more 70s or 80s. And I'm here texting some of our agents, so I apologize. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I have Epcot to light up spaceship Earth purple in honor of epilepsy awareness. So if you are looking for epilepsy awareness, it is going to be celebrated on Sunday, March 1st, 2020. It's Purple Day every day. They're going to be hosting a full day event at Walt Disney World Resort. So this is their third annual Purple Day for epilepsy awareness. um, And it's sponsored by the Epilepsy Association. And they're going to start at Disney's Contemporary Resort at Disney World. And... They are going to be lighting up spaceship. Oh, where was that? Lighting up spaceship Earth purple. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be soaring over to California here. And yes, I'm talking about soaring over California. It's going to be returning to Disney California Adventures starting February 28th. Now, that was the first, as far as it goes, as far as soaring goes, that was the first soaring ride. I rode was the one over in California Adventure. That was the first we, time you went on that ride. Okay. You, you go over California. It is really cool. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you could smell get, pine. You, you could good, smell the oranges. Good views. Redwood Forest. It was, <laughs> it was, no, it was cool. It was so cool. Let's see here. So in celebration of Disney California Adventure, food and wine festival soaring around the world will once again be temporarily replaced by the fan favorite soaring over California beginning on February 28th. The festival is scheduled to end on the 20, April 21st. However, Disney has not said if Soarin' Over California would continue beyond that date. Uh, anyway, so California Adventure guests, let's see here, uh, were last able to experience the classic attraction last summer at Disneyland, attempted to pull guests away from the new Star Wars Galaxy Edge and di- there at Disneyland Park. So they converted it back to Soaring over California kind of works. Yeah, the capacity Some of the crowd level Star Wars Galaxy Edge. All right, let's go back over to Disney World. And I'm going to take you to Animal Kingdom and Kilimanjaro's Safari. Okay. We talk about that lion a lot, right? He's always sitting in the exact same spot. And he appears <laughs> that yeah, he... We joke, we joke that he's... He's fake, he's, right. We just, yeah, we joke around. We know he's not fake, but we joke about it all the time. Because he's always in that spot. Well... Always sleeping. Recently, and this is actually February 1st, someone tweeted, they got to experience the coolest thing ever. He was up and he was roaring at them. Really? Yeah, so this is caught... I'm going to show you right here. This That's woman cool. said, I'm still trying to catch my breath. I mean, can you imagine being... On the ride and just hit play. Let's yeah. see what it sounds like. I want to know what it sounds like. Oh, hold on. Actually, ooh. oh, oh it's not play, is it? It might be blocked. Nope. Let's give it another try. Here it goes. This is awesome. I know you can't. I know you can't hear it. It's cool for us though. Yeah. I mean, that's his third, fourth. Oh, he's fifth. Yeah, he's just. That's he awesome. He gives out four. Four roars there on that little clip that that lady so posted. So I'm out of news articles, but I have something fun here at the end. So okay. So I'll let you keep rolling until you're done. And my thing, you know your Disney expert when. 
Okay. Oh, so it's like a little now, game? I should say, you know you're a park touring expert. That's mm. what I'll say. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, well then I'm just going to talk really briefly about park touring because nice Chase segue. has an offer. Um, have you ever had any clients pay their trip in gift cards? I have. I know you have I have, too. I, I have as well. And you could get gift cards to the park as well and just use them for if you want to buy souvenirs or if you're looking to go to like all the little food stands and whatnot. Well, if you do that, you're going to be saving money because right now, if you have a Chase credit card, you can save on Disney gift cards at Staples. So if you are planning on taking a trip, they're offering 10% back um, for up to... $50 spent. So on your $50, you're, you're getting 10% back on these gift cards. And I don't think that there is a limit on... So you have to buy 50 bucks of merchandise at Staples mm-hmm. no, well, no, well, you buy gift cards? No, you buy $50, a $50 gift card from Staples. Right. And they give you the 6% back on your $50. And then you do it again. 6%? Buy another 6% back on your $50. Is that even worth it? I mean, it's a little bit less than $6 each time, but it's a little less than $6 for every $50, depending on how many gift cards they allow you to buy. Now, what's not worth it is you can also do this online. You can then purchase more than just the $50, but then you have to pay a $1.99 fee for doing it online. So it's like five bucks. To me, that just kind of wipes out the, like, yes, the convenience of doing it online is there, but you don't get as much. I guess so. if you buy a thousand, I, I do my math right. So if you buy a thousand of them, or a thousand dollars, not a thousand gift cards, so you're saving. You said you're saving five dollars basically for every fifty if you do it online. Yes. You could. It says you can buy Disney gift cards online at Staples with an additional dollar and fee. After the additional fee, you'll save around six point five percent on the Disney gift card plus your credit card what is rewards. That, Thirty bucks. Mm. Am I doing that right? My math right? Gosh, this is going to really show it to you. I'm a horrible teacher if I'm off on my math. What is it, about $30 for for 10 gift cards? Something like that? Yeah, I mean, it might be worth looking up. If you if you have a Chase gift card, just go ahead and look up Staples 10% back, add that offer, um, and see if that's something you can use. You have anything else? That's it. Okay. So, you know, you're like a professional park touring expert. When? Now, I found this. This is by Zoe Wood. Okay. She's, uh, let's see here, from WDW Info. I should say Zoe. Not Zoe, but Zoe. Zoe. Z-O-E. Yeah, Zoe Wood. And she wrote this article that you might be like some sort of Disney park touring expert if you fit these categories. Okay. Haven't touched a map in years. No so when map you go needed. To the parks, you don't no pick up a map. What, I don't know. I don't need a map. Like for me, I don't need a map. Right. Do you need a map? Um, I never grab a map. I could use my phone if sure. for some reason I suddenly. But do needed- you need to go to your phone? So you're an expert park tour. No. Uh, touring individual. If you don't need your phone, don't need a map. Right. Yep, you just know where things are. Is that you, listener? You're right. You're listening to your. You're listening here too, and asking yourself these questions. So here's another one. A cast member recognizes you. That has never happened to me. I'm so, sure that's happened to you, though. You happened, have had friends. It's happened to me. Yes. A couple of times, handful of times, where I've gone to 
Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party so many times. Jim, the pianist there at Casey's Corner, Main Street USA, Walt Disney World. Uh, he we knows talk you. every single time. If he doesn't, he acts like he does a really darn good job of acting like he And making him. you feel like he knows but you. But no, he'll even bring up, he'll bring up stuff. This guy's got a crazy memory. This is how amazing his memory is. He'll bring up stuff that he's done for me when I've recorded him from like a few months ago. He'll bring it back up. Like, yeah. So he totally yeah, does know it's you. It's pretty cool. I also had, um, there was a Disney cast member that listens to our podcast and he overheard me talking to Colin. That's the whole Darth Vader lightsaber story that I've told in the past. Mm-hmm. He turns around and he goes, Nick for Mousecapades. And I was like, yeah. He's like, I was just listening to you last night. Oh, so that's he listens awesome. listens to the podcast. Hi. It, was, it was really cool, right? Yeah. Ended up hooking Colin up with a Darth, uh, Darth, uh, oh my gosh, Darth Vader lightsaber autographing it. It was, it was really cool. Aww. If you know all the words to like the attractions, to the train, right? I'm sure you could recite the words while you're going through the attractions and the rides and the train ride. You probably could. I don't know. I don't know, I don't if, know I could... if I could do it right now just sitting down and say, hey, recite Haunted Mansion. But if I was in the Doom Buggy going through it, spot on, I'm reciting everything lyric by lyric, word for word. You're, you've had more Disney experience like for longer. Okay. Much longer, so I'm not there yet. You don't need online planning tools. Nope. No. No. Don't need all. Matter of fact, I've gone many times where I just show up, I have nothing planned, and I'll get onto the app and make a plan. But I've gone there also plenty of times where I don't do anything, right? I just show up and and go on what I want to go on. Right. Let's see. Here's another one. You know that you don't have to stay together to have fun. So this one took me a while. This I took, think it this took years for me. I think it depends on the age of your children as well. Like even my friends, like so, like our age, right? If we were all got you, Keith, Tim, all of us go down, it would be hard for me not to yeah. want to stay together, only because I want to see the joy, you know, yep. that you have yeah. when you're experiencing everything. Yeah, it's taken me a while to not split up a little to be able to split up and not worry about it. Right? Yeah. Even going to like single rider lines. Now, when Tim I take I my, when we take my parents, we leave them with the kids for a little bit and Keith and I go on yeah. rides. That's a blessing. Yes. Especially during nap. Like get those kids to sleep in the stroller. Bye. But even like going with your buddy or going with Keith. Right. And, and doing the single rider line. Yeah. So you're not going to be know. together. There's no guarantee you're going to be together. You just go. Right. Right. That took a while for me. I'm not there yet. You've got a preferred room. Always. Okay. Definitely. I want to be center in that center hub of the resort wherever I'm at. Be close to the buses, the food court, the pools, stuff like that. You struggle to find any... This is, this is what's funny because it's so true when I read this one. You struggle to find any merchandise you don't already own. <laughs> That's so, definitely you. I'm not saying I own everything. Not saying that whatsoever by any means. But you're a souvenir I'm very, guy. I'm very selective. But I'm always trying to find the latest... Mm-hmm. Cool item. Now, I'm not going to run out and buy an item that just because it came out and it's the latest item, go get it. And everybody goes goo goo gaga over it, right? Right. I'm not going to do that, but I'm very selective. Let's see here. You know your table placement? You know your table? You know your table placement. So this is the descriptor. 
When making dining reservations, most of us don't think about where we will be sitting in the restaurant, but Disney Pro Level means you're always thinking a few steps ahead. If you have ever made a table request, knowing exactly which, this is so funny, which one has the perfect view or flawless, flawlessly accommodates your family, you might be headed for pro status. Now, I've done this. I know several that you've, you've even this. suggested to me. You're like... Exactly where to sit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you need to go in there and sit over here and sit to the left. This is the exact table. Right. Yeah. I've done that and I and I do that. Yeah. I'm a dork. You're fluent Pro in, level. You're, you're fluent in Disney Spanish. Which would include? Un momento, por favor. Like for the monorail. Mm, I mean... That's just Please normal Please keep your Spanish. hands and arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Did I, did I say my Spanish right? I don't know if I said it right, but I always go along with it anyway. Like, you know, you know how they say it in English and Spanish? Yes. Yeah, wherever you're okay. at. Okay. If you've memorized it, and you might not be saying it right. Like me, I don't know if I said it right, but I just rattled it off because I remember it. Right. Um, okay. Let's see here. You know your history. So basically your history. You're a history parks, buff. I don't know it all. There are listeners out there that chime in, though, and text in that are super duper history buffs. We have one guy out in uh, California named Lee. He is a straight buff, like history buff when it comes. Did I say straight buff? I totally did. He's a straight Lee's super buff. Oh, he's super buff. He, he knows his Disney knowledge. Like, he puts a lot of people I know to shame with some of his knowledge that he'll throw at me every now and then. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I got to reach out to him. Anyway, I... I know, I know, I know some. I wouldn't say I know a whole bunch, but I think if you I know put a lot. my mind to it, and I want to learn about something specifically. I'll read everything and everything that there is out there on that specific topic or whatever it may be. Right. Right. So that's that's if you know you're a park touring fool, right? You are pro Disney status. You are pro Disney status for sure. I'm actually surprised that a few of those. I was like, oh, I could, yeah, okay, right, right, okay. Dude, there is one thing I forgot. What was it? The coronavirus virus or coronavirus. Corona. Yeah, coronavirus. What did I say? Cornivore? Cornivore. Cornivore. Corona. No, co- coronavirus. They're doing more screening now. So it's, here's the headline Disney Cruise Line to increase guest screening due to coronavirus. The, yeah, it's, Wuhan, it's bad. China. You know, that's where it originated from. That's a funny name, Wuhan. Anyway, Disney Cruise Line has informed guests that those who have traveled from or through mainland China in the past 14 days will not be allowed to board the ship or any cruise line ships. Yeah. Guests or crew members who have traveled from or through mainland China or have been in direct contact with someone or suspected or confirmed case uh, tells you like what number to call. But what's the screening here? Where where does it say? I guess it's just they're going to have increased guest screen. They don't go on to say what that entails. It goes on to say, well, this is what they do say. They will be closely monitoring the latest details regarding the situation. Now, I know what they, I know what China was doing. They were using like thermal imaging. They would have a thermal camera. To see if you had a fever. Right. To see how hot your body was. That sounds awful. (laughs) And temperature. That does sound awful. Let me rephrase that. I am just like. You're on it. Yeah, I'm crashing tonight. So speaking of that, and this is not at all about Disney, but did you hear about that? I think it was Princess Diamond Princess Cruise Line that is stuck at sea for 
two weeks and they took somebody off because they had the coronavirus and now 20 people have been taken off the ship and taken in because they all have it and it's they're confined to their living quarters so these people are stuck in a ship not just on a ship but in their room and cruise ship rooms are are small small. yeah matt you're probably like Oh, why did I get the? Why did I get the interior view? Like I wish I had a balcony. You are stuck in your room. They are dropping food off outside of your door, and then you have to open your door to get your food and place it back out. Don't have. They're in like full on suits and masks and everything, preparing your food. Yeah, it is like strict lockdown for two weeks i would be losing my mind and at first it was 10 cases of it and now there's 20 i'm sure people are flipping out all right well that's all i got you good to go that's it all right man listeners if you're interested in being a guest at our show have a question or a comment or simply want that free quote don't be bashful get a little dopey with us and go ahead and email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net and as always, don't forget to check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com. Listeners, Stephanie, I think it's about that time. It is. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends. Goodbye, farewell, be on your merry way. We are going to miss you every single day. So long, adieu, ta-ta and toodaloo. On my merry way, I'll always think of you. On land, or sand, or gravel. Oh, where the roads we travel, unravel. It's more fun with two, it's always me and you. And together, we will stay. Through warm or stormy weather We'll always be together Forever for within my heart If we should ever part We'll be never far away from each other We'll be never far away Dum 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 d